Alright, hello and uh, welcome back to politics. Although, <laughs> I call it politics. <laughs> and uh, so we go back to this idea of you being the good cop and me the bad cop. Okay. Right? But the institution of police is a corrupt and bad one, right? Yes. Meaning the good cops, you know, following along with orders are in fact the bad guys and the bad cops you know going against the grain against the institution are the good guys so meaning <laughs> i'm the good guy <laughs> when i say every time i say i'm a bad cop that uh, should imply that i'm the good guy okay. right yes so i'm taking back this podcast for the good guys okay both you and the <laughs> listeners can get fucked right <laughs> last week we released an hour and 20 episode. Yes. And the problem is we've been going for too long. So Avatar was two hours and 20. Ant-Man was like two hours. Yeah. But I feel one hour 20 is too short. Okay. So I'm taking it back. Okay. We have to at least hit an hour and a half. Okay. An hour and a half. Yes. Okay. And I'm doing this for the good guys. Okay. The listeners that want an hour and a half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the bad guys are the people who want it short. The, ba- the bad guys who want like a 10 minute <laughs> thing. I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Be for okay. the listeners. <laughs> yeah. You are like the, the good parent or, you know, like the fun parent that lets, and the, the listeners are the kids who get to do whatever they want, they want with you. But when it comes to me, I have strict rules. <laughs> At least an hour and a half. All right. <laughs> uh, so let's get into it. Right. Cool. So just some cleanup from last week. And yes. uh, so I know this is going to be a long episode because if you look at my notes here, right? Oh, yeah. The cleanup is one, it's three quarters of a page. Yes. The news is a page and a half. Yes. The context is a page. Yeah. My thoughts is half a page <laughs> <laughs> about the movie. So it's really, it's been a big week for, for news. Yes. All right. So anyway, uh, last week I said that weed should be legalized. But something I forgot to mention is that, you know, the people who are currently in prison for weed crimes, so like either possession or a dealing, they should be released from prison and given a full pardon. Yeah. Because like, you know what I was saying? If we're going to legalize this and people are going to be able to sell weed. Yeah. So we can't have people in jail for... Selling weed. Selling weed, right? Yeah. Uh, so yes. Uh, yes. Just something I thought I should mention. Fair enough. Anyway, last week you were speaking about Renfield. Yeah. And I was like, I was taken aback at Nicholas Holt's English accent. Yes. So I went back to check. In in the X-Men films, well, I only checked Days of Future Past, but I'm just assuming. His <laughs> <laughs> wise accent doesn't wildly flac- f- fluctuate, fluctuate, right? Yeah. He has an American accent in Days of Future Past, and he has an American accent in the menu. Okay. So it's perfectly reasonable for me to just be like, oh, this guy's British. Yeah. Because I understand he is British because... (laughs) (laughs) So you don't know this, but in the early 2000s, he was in a movie called About a Boy. Okay. And every time I see him, I think, oh, that's the About a Boy boy. (laughs) 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 And in that one, he has an English accent, but I haven't seen him do an English accent in years. At least 20 years. (laughs) That's why I was like, yeah, but anyway. And you mentioned something called Elon Time last week. Yes, that I did. What you were saying didn't initially make sense to me, like, in the moment. But yeah. as I listen back, it kind of makes sense now, right? Yeah. This guy says, like, a new project is coming in six months, but it'll actually take two years. Yes. Right? Pretty much, yeah. 
at any other company this will be called over promising and under delivering yeah right yeah. it suggests <laughs> that you don't have a good understanding of your team and the work that they're doing to constantly not know how long something should take like yes understand if you make a miscalculation once yeah. you or you're trying to do something new so you don't know precisely how long it's going to take but yeah. if you've been managing projects for a long time you should have a good understanding you shouldn't just yeah. be saying bullshit like this Right. Makes sense to me. Yeah. But somehow Elon and his sons have found a way to rebrand this obvious corporate failure into a fun joke called Elon Chai. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's it's yeah. Anyway. Fair enough. Back in <laughs> we are talking about the Twitter Blue subscribers. Yeah. Okay. So you were absolutely right and I was absolutely wrong. Oh. Right. Uh you said it was twenty eight new subscribers for Twitter Blue and I said two hundred and twenty something. Yes. So this comes from Travis Brown, who's a software developer in Berlin. He tweeted, "Well, uh, I saw another tweet, <laughs> yeah. like like breaking down his tweet." So <laughs> oh, nice. Yes, okay. but he's yeah. the, the main source. If you want to go, you know, check it up, right? Okay. So it says of the four hundred twenty thousand legacy verified blue checks. So it's not exactly four hundred twenty thousand, but it's you know Wrong. they're giving a round number, right? Yeah. About 320 signed up for Twitter Blue and around 290 got rid of Twitter Blue <laughs> as of the first day. So this was just on the first day. We don't know. Yeah. It's been like a week since yeah. then, right? Right. Uh, so it was a net gain of 28 new subscribers for Twitter Blue. So the number I was thinking of was 28 times $8, which is $224, which is right. the amount they got, not the yeah. number of subscribers. Yeah. Right. And to be fair to Elon, that's only the legacy check marks. So people who okay. used to have a blue check mark, they've yeah, then, uh, yeah. though that that's the people being counted here. Okay. They're not counting like an, a person without check mark that's that's not signed up for one, right? Uh, I don't know how that would be checked, or you know the number to get the number. Yeah. I'm sure the API has some sort of you know, way to list it. But uh, either way, I just don't have that number (laughs) in front of me, right? Although I have to assume that uh, it's a low number because if it was like a very large number, he would have bragged about it. Yeah. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So the fact that he hasn't said anything, uh, you know, makes me feel as if though... It's it's probably a low number. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway... uh, so an update to the story, okay. right? The legacy check marks for accounts with one million and more followers are being re-added. Oh, hmm. so like um, Stephen King? Yes, he, he tweeted a, a screenshot that's like, "I did not pay for this. <laughs> I did not pay for this. Why is there a blue check on my profile?" Right? Yeah. Which that's how you want to advertise. You want people to <laughs> be viscerally upset when you <laughs> when you give this thing you're trying to sell. Right? People will recoil in upset in anger and be like, "I did not. <laughs> I have to publicly say I did not." <laughs> Right, uh, but anyway, so I don't know how it's going to move uh, forward from here, but yeah. uh, we'll check in. Yeah. yeah, we'll update this next week. Potentially. Yeah, we'll see. As for the cost of the Starship, I said it was $3 billion. Okay. So yeah. the source for this is Musk himself, but it's, it's actually only an estimate. Yeah. So it says, the SpaceX CEO said two years ago that it would cost between $2 billion and $10 billion to develop the hardware needed to track millions of miles across deep space. Uh-huh. Musk said Saturday he now believes the cost will come in on the low end of the spectrum, probably closer to a 2 or $3 billion than it is to 10 
I told CNN Business's Rachel Crane during an interview at SpaceX's facilities in Boca Chica, Texas. Okay. So we don't actually know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this could be ten billion. It could be nine billion. It's a. Uh, this guy is a notorious liar. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It could cost one dollar. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Right. Anyway, so. Let's get into the news of the week. Right. And like I said, it's been a huge week for news. Yes. And the number one news story is I bought parsley this week. Okay. Do you know what parsley is? It's the like a garnish. Yeah, it's like the green stuff, right? It's right. added a lot of prestige to my cooking. Okay. So like last week, it used to be food. Now it's a dish. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I just feel, I don't know. You know, like in Dragon Ball Z, when they, <laughs> they go Super Saiyan. This parsley has <laughs> made my food go Super Saiyan. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a top news story. <laughs> Unfortunately, the biased news networks aren't covering it, so I have to, I have to bring it up here, right? So this is like you make jungle alerts, and then you just add a <sighs> sprig of parsley on top, and it's absolutely perfect. All right, I see what you're doing here, but uh, no. No, okay. I made pasta. Oh, nice. I made Alfredo. Oh. Last night. Nice. And then I watched The Godfather. And how was that? Because I'm a racist. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought pasta, Italian. (laughs) Or maybe the listeners are racist. Because they assumed that I watched The Godfather because it was Italian. Maybe it was this. I I thought, good food, good movies. Although, (laughs) I've already said that. Yes, it's unfortunate that I already admitted it, but uh, maybe it's the listener. You outed yourself, then backtracked. All right, all right. But anyway. So this week, Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox News. Oh. Do you know who that is? Yes. So he was the most popular host on, you know, news. Yes. Um, this is an audio medium, so you can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes on my fingers, right? He's... Um, Fox News, they um, they were they went to court and they okay. argued that they're actually an entertainment network, oh. so and they can't be judged by the uh, the quality of their news. Yeah, oh, they can't be judged by the standards of news because oh. they're an entertainment network. Right. Okay. So they <laughs> basically they can just say whatever, right? Okay. So do you know who Bill O'Reilly was? No. So he was a. Fox News uh, <laughs> host in 2016, right? Okay. And he got Me Too'd before, uh, you know, because Me Too happened in 2017. Yeah. In 2016, this guy was outed for being a creep. Oh. And they fired him. Okay. And uh, Tucker Carlson took over his show. Oh. And Bill O'Reilly, okay. he's he's a right winger, but he's not like an out and out racist. Okay. You know, like a white supremacist. Yeah. Right. Tucker Carlson. His show has just been the white power hour for like seven years now, right? Truly just a despicable person. Yeah. So it's currently unknown why he was fired. It's being alleged that it was for saying misogynistic comments to female co-workers. Okay. I, I however, think this is unlikely as Fox News does not give a shit about misogyny. Yeah. Right. Okay. They're extremely right-wing network. Yes. They would much uh, rather just fire the woman than... You know, then fire the the main guy. Yes, right. Yeah. The theory I think is most likely is is that this is over the Dominion lawsuit. Okay. Do you know what that's about? Uh, can't say I do. So after the twenty twenty election, Fox News, uh, and it's not just Tucker, like all of their hosts, but yeah, 
they especially Tucker, right? Spread yeah. the conspiracy theory that the voting machines, which oh. were created by Dominion, had oh. malfunctioned and gave Trump votes to Joe Brandon. Wow. Thereby stealing the election. Wow. So Dominion okay. sued Fox and through court filings they found text messages of Tucker knowing full well that the election wasn't stolen, right? Huh. In okay. their private correspondence, they all know <laughs> this is bullshit, right? But uh, yes, on 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 the TV, they yeah. they're spreading disinformation to their audience, which yes. is incredibly like bad. <laughs> I, I was going to say unethical. I'm trying to think of other words, <laughs> but immoral. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, bad. Just <laughs> just <laughs> bad up. people are on. Yeah. Mm. So um, the judge ordered Fox to pay Dominion. Seven hundred and eighty-seven point five million for defamation. That's a lot. Three quarters of a billion. That is right. a substantial amount. Okay. So, <laughs> also found in those text messages were Tucker saying rude things about Fox executives, <laughs> about right. his boss. So yes. This. Okay. So Rupert Murdoch fired him. Do you know who Ru- Rupert Murdoch is? Yes. Who's he? <laughs> uh, higher up in Fox He's the owner of Fox, right? He's yeah. a multi-multi-billionaire okay. yeah. uh, And we will speak about him later Okay Alright um, Cool uh, So everyone's waiting for Tucker's next move Will he join a smaller corporate network like Newsmax An independent network like Ben Shapiro's The Daily Wire You know, like yeah. online Yeah Or go fully independent and make like a Patreon or similar okay. Or maybe just go into radio yeah, you know, uh, I doubt that he would do something independent because he's too like uh, it. I guess would take too much time. Yeah, where he could just get a contract that's you know guaranteed. Yeah, uh, you know, like at another news network. And I'm sure the money will be much bigger than being independent. Yeah. But yeah, either way, this guy's a scumbag. I don't know why I'm. Could get a Tucker Carlson <coughs> OnlyFans soon. Who knows. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there on the first day. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, over the pond. Okay. I'm not talking about like another country. I'm saying <laughs> ideologically <laughs> over at CNN, right? Okay. Don Lemon was fired. Do you know who Don Lemon is? Uh, I'm assuming a CNN like news. Yes. Pres- okay. But... And as I was saying about Fox, they argued in court that they they not shouldn't be judged by the standards of news. Yes, I think MSNBC and maybe CNN also did the same thing that they shouldn't be judged by the uh, by the the quality of their news. Not the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the trustworthiness. Yes, because they're also entertainment. So okay, uh, I don't I don't want it to seem like I'm just going after Fox, even though they are very bad. Yes. These other because again, in the American mind, liberal means left. Yes. Whereas if you read any political textbook, liberal is a right wing ideology. Mm-hmm. That just shows how deranged America <laughs> is. That the furthest left thing is a right wing ideology. But nevertheless, <laughs> CNN, MSNBC, they are quote unquote left wing uh, news stations. Okay. But they're right wing news stations, <laughs> right? By every measure except the American mind. Right. Yes. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> he was also fired for misogyny. Or, but this was like uh, they concretely said this, okay. right? Yeah. But this time, I genuinely think it's about misogyny, right? <laughs> First of all, because I assume CNN gives slightly more of a shit about misogyny than Fox. Okay. They are quote unquote left wing uh, news news organization, so they should, right? Yeah. 
And then secondly, earlier this month, a piece ran in Variety about his history of misogynistic behavior. Oh. Right? He, it's just a number of incidents of him just... Be, and I think this all just came to a head yeah. this week, right? Uh, what I think is a little bit weird is people are trying to link these two stories. Oh. That, like... Uh, okay. I don't know, Tucker Carlson and Don Lemon, they... You know, they, from two <laughs> two separate stations, they've gotten together and they've, they've, they've uncovered this huge story and they had to be silenced. <laughs> they were simply, they were growing too powerful and uh, the powers that be had to come down and squash them. <laughs> right? <laughs> I just think it's a coincidence. <laughs> two guys get fired, you know, like... Uh, if, like, two accountants at different firms got fired, you wouldn't say, oh, there's a conspiracy. <laughs> right? It's... Uh, yeah, just a uh, coincidence. Anyway, yeah. another huge new story. Do you know okay. who Praz is? Praz Michelle. No. He's a member of the Fujis. Do you oh. know who they are? Yes. Lauren Hill, yeah. Whitecliff Sean, and him. Yeah. They were big... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, like R&B slash hip-hop group from the 90s. Yeah. Right. He was found guilty Wednesday of helping funnel money from a billion-dollar Malaysia scam into U.S. politics. After Damn. a trial that featured Hollywood star Leonardo DiCaprio as a witness, Michelle was found guilty of illegal political donations, money laundering, and related charges in the scandal engineered by flamboyant Malaysian financier Low Take Joe. Uh, again, like that that first episode with Avatar, I've never heard this spoken out loud, so I'm just... Yeah tried my best here i do apologize if uh, i mispronounced that in the early 2010s low now a fugitive believed hiding in china helped funnel billions of dollars stolen from a malaysian state investment fund fund known as one mdb into luxury u.s real estate fine art and hollywood films like DiCaprio's wolf of wall street michelle whose real first name is prakazrel was accused again uh, i've never heard it said out loud out loud, right? Sometimes that's okay. Was accused of helping Lowe secretly funnel some of that money into then-President Barack Obama's 2012 re-election campaign via shell companies, hiding the donation's origins. He was also accused of joining a clandestine lobbying effort with senior Republican financier in 2017 to help the Chinese government secure the return of a distant billionaire, Gao Wengu, who had close connections with President Donald Trump's political strategist, Steve Bannon. So do you know who Steve Bannon is? Trump's political strategy. <sighs> yes. But he's also, I think he was like one of the guys that started Breitbart or he worked with Breitbart, which is also like like the Daily Wire. It's uh-huh. just a even more right wing <laughs> online publication, right? Like I said, the white power hour. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, uh, Gao has since been arrested himself on allegations he defrauded investors. Damn. <laughs> Michelle, 50, was found guilty on all 10 counts he was charged with. Damn. He faces up to 20 years in prison for the most severe counts in the case, the Justice Department said. Besides money laundering and campaign finance, finance violations, he was charged with acting as an unregistered agent for China, concealment and false record keeping, witness tampering, and false statements. That's crazy. <laughs> This sounds like a movie. That's what I'm saying. You know what I heard this this week? I was like, what the fuck is going on? And it's such a weird, like, uh, you know when, like, two things cross over that you don't expect? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like, 
there's a golfer at a rugby game yeah. or something like just something you wouldn't expect like ah this <laughs> this is amazing but and so they made a song in the 90s called Gero Superstar yes and there's a verse where uh, Proz was like he's the president in that video and he's like getting money <laughs> and a lot of people were posting online they're like when people show you who you who they are believe them <laughs> Oh, I had so much fun with that this week, right? Uh so the next thing is Jerry Springer dead at 79. Do you know who that is? Yes. So he used to have a a TV show that I watched when I was younger, but yeah. now in hindsight I realize uh it was very gross. Yeah. So it was like essentially he would just have poor people on Yeah. And they were usually like in a bad situation or like somebody cheated on them and he would exploit that for like views. Yeah. I really And you know like uh, a lot of reality TV although not in that format also kind of just exploits people's bad behavior for entertainment which yeah. uh I re- in hindsight I really feel that's gross. Yeah. But at the time like as a child I was watching it like oh this is fun, you know, yeah. uh, but now so Yes, uh I feel in that sense he was a huge comeback. Yeah. But uh he also he was like the mayor of Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he was Cincinnati mayor, but some he was the mayor of some, some town. Yeah. Right? And he like uh you know, he did good things for the community as the mayor, so Yeah. You know, the duality yeah. of men. Yeah. You know, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Yeah. So but it's not like he's a war criminal or something it's just yeah. kind of being a scumbag isn't the worst thing yeah. right so i'm like ah, i don't want to speak badly yeah. of this guy it's uh, you know like i said yeah but anyway i guess rest in peace yeah now someone who i do <laughs> wish oh, bad no. things upon right okay and this is a little bit gossipy but uh, i don't care okay <laughs> do you know who steven crowd is I've heard the name very recently. All right. He have you seen a meme where there's a very self-satisfied dipshit like drinking a cup of coffee and he has a sign put on the table that says yes. change my mind. Yes. Yes, that's him. That's Crowley, oh, right? Okay. First of all, <laughs> the reason he does that is he goes to like college campuses. Yeah. Uh to in his words prove that uh uh you know america's youth are being brainwashed by the commies oh. uh, yeah at the universities right okay. so he will like ambush university students and like try to get into a debate with them oh. right okay and it's just very interesting that he ne- won't debate like a professor or somebody who's oh. like, <laughs> <laughs> you know intimate with the thing he just he'll pick a random person who's walking by <laughs> right i think that speaks volumes yeah he's just a Well, he's just a right-wing piece of shit, right? But okay. this week a video was released. Uh we don't know <gasps> how but possibly from his wife. That's what I've heard his name. Yeah. <laughs> of him just being a piece of shit, just Yeah. Uh, a lot of people have called it abuse, but I would say it's just bordering on verbal abuse. Okay. Right? Uh the things he said they're bad, but it's not like threatening or like okay. he says like watch it, which okay. isn't like Well, I guess that could be conceived uh, yeah. you know viewed as a threat like yeah. uh, because she wasn't doing anything bad. Yeah. If she was like maybe 
strangling their child. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and he was like, watch it. <laughs> they, well, you know, I guess that would be fine. But, yeah, uh, yeah she wasn't doing anything. So, and yeah. he's just like, watch it. So that could be perceived as a threat. Yes. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> he he makes this... So th- those videos came out and he responded on his show. Yeah. Where he's... He just seems very upset that she's allowed to divorce him. Wow. He's okay. uh so there's something called the no fault divorce. Yeah. Do you know what that is? Uh I'm assuming it's like a it's a divorce where uh like the other person's a terrible person, so you can divorce them without not without consequences. But. No. So there okay. used to be something called a fault divorce. Okay. So you could only divorce somebody if they did something like uh uh, they cheated on you oh, or like uh, okay. if they did something yeah. that uh, or if they abandoned you or like you know there's there's various yeah. uh, the, the you know various places around the world have different rules yeah. you know about well, what is a fault what constitutes a fault so a no yes. fault divorce is you can just divorce without anything being wrong okay and just be like uh, I don't like you anymore I want to divorce fair enough <laughs> <laughs> because that sometimes happens maybe you made a mistake yeah. or whatever right yeah. and he releases this video when he, he seems just so upset that she's allowed <laughs> he's like so she can just do this divorce me <laughs> and uh, you know I'm not allowed to do anything about it <laughs> 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 yeah this, this you know this should like set up alarm bells in your head yeah my wife is so upset with me she wants to divorce me I can't believe she's allowed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you, your first thought is, is she allowed to do that? Isn't there some laws to stop this? Not, maybe it's my past behavior that, uh, you know, caused this. Maybe I should change my behavior. No, no, no. no, 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 no the no. law is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and another thing he keeps saying is, the kids are not to blame for this. The kids okay. are not to blame for this. Okay. Which, <laughs> the amount he said it, I'm starting to believe that the kids, <laughs> the kids caused this divorce. <laughs> the kids were at fault with <laughs> the amount of times he said it. Bro. But, look, I think he read that, like somewhere that you're supposed to tell the kids it's not your fault. Oh. But for whatever reason, this dipshit is telling us. <laughs> None of us thought the kids were at fault until. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to take the kids and like make them understand there's just yeah, uh, there's adults yeah there's adult problems that's why we're breaking up it has nothing to do with you uh, you know children might feel like they're a bad child and they cause the divorce yeah uh, even if they've done nothing just uh, that's you know yeah. the child will it's just how children are yeah so yeah. <laughs> so yeah you're supposed to go and talk to them privately so they understand okay we yeah. as adults or I assume adults watch his show yeah I can't imagine oh, but this is the thing I've heard like 50s audiences like 15 year old kids oh hmm so I don't know <laughs> I guess he's telling those kids <laughs> It wasn't my kid's fault, but it could be your fault <laughs> if your parents get divorced. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, he's just a scumbag, and I'm glad this happened. You know, uh, Fair I was saying a few weeks ago, it's it's just simple math. Okay. When a bad thing happens to a bad person, that's good. Yes, right. <laughs> negative um, times a negative. That 
you know, if a if a good person got divorced, I'd say, oh, that's bad. That's you know, upsetting. But he's a bad person, so. Um, and you know, you'd say, well, even though they go low, we should go high. We should, you know, you know, uh, be kinder and uh, show be a bit. Be the better person. Be the. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> Not just that I can't. I won't. <laughs> Both I can't and won't. Right. Sorry. Bye bye, honey. <laughs> anyway. The last news story of the week. Okay. So a new trailer for The Flash dropped. Yes. I personally believe we should boycott this film. Oh, okay. So the star of this movie, Ezra Miller, who goes by they, them pronouns, yes. has been doing some extremely problematic things in the past few years. Okay. Right? I've just listed a few, but it's definitely not the entire list. Okay. <laughs> this is just to give you a... A brief a taste, overview. A taste to understand that the, there's something wrong here. Okay. Right? Yes. So number one. In 2020, a video surfaced of them strangling a woman and throwing her to the ground. I remember that. Right? Yeah. That's enough for me. That that one incident, it's enough. There's something wrong. We, they, somebody should intervene here, right? Yeah. Two, in 2022, they were arrested in Hawaii twice within the space of a few weeks for harassment and assault. I remember that. Right? But Jeez. it's... Yeah. Right? Three, they have been accused of grooming a minor. Jeez. Do you know what grooming is? Yes. So... You're not a pedophile. Uh, I guess... Uh, it's. I, I would say it's It's like borderline pedophile. So say you're like 23, 23 or just uh, any overage. Yes. And you see like a 16, 17-year-old. Yes. Well, I was going to say girl, but like... Person. Okay, it can happen to boys, just yeah. anyone, right? Yeah. You see a 16, 17-year-old and you kind of like <clears throat> lead them on. Yeah. To believe that when they turn 18, uh, they'll, you'll have a relationship. Yes. Which, it's manipulative manipulative because yes. kids don't, well, ke- teens yeah. don't understand the, you know... <coughs> the rep- not repercussions. The implications of, yes. of, of what's happening here, right? Yeah. So, it's not exactly pedophilia where you prey on a child, you just... You wait for them to <laughs> come of age, then you, then you yeah. right? So it's it's still it's not like so. Like I said, it's not rape. I'm sorry, it's not pedophilia, but it's uh, it's, it's still very gross. It's very yeah. it's uh, very upsetting, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so they've been accused of much more. I just wanted to provide a small sample, so you know that this is not a good person, right? Yes. The most recent information is that they apologize for past wave and are currently receiving treatment for a mental health crisis. Hmm. Okay. So I want to bring up the right wing accusers of, 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 of doing cancel culture and they're like, well, nobody can ever come back. Once you're canceled, you're canceled forever, right? Yeah. And I do believe that this person can have redemption, right? Okay. But they have to receive treatment or, you know. Yeah. Well, so you know what we've been saying these past few weeks? I don't believe in prison. Yes. Prison uh, perpetuates the problem. It doesn't solve the problem. Yes. So this person shouldn't be locked up in like a prison, but they should be sent to like a mental health facility where they can get the treatment they need and they're far away from like the general public. So, you know, like these assaults, uh, the strangling, yeah. these don't happen. You're yeah. clear, this person is clearly a danger to people around them. Right. Yeah. So they shouldn't be allowed, you know, into the public. They should be in a mental hospital, you know, getting yeah. the treatment that they need so they 
they can get their life straight before they interact with the public again. Makes sense to the me. The fact that they the star of a huge movie is <laughs> that's it's a minor problem. It's very gross, right? Yeah. I will not support this. Okay. But once again, you probably will because you also come back, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yes, I'll be I won't be here one day and then you you just go on an Ezra Miller Binging spree. Yes, you'll do an episode on the Flash, and you'll have Harvey Weinstein as a guest. <laughs> oh, <gee. laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> right, I'm the only one holding this, <laughs> holding our morals in place. <laughs> if not for me, if one week I don't show up, we're falling apart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that was the news of the week. Okay. There was actually a lot more, but I. Uh, trimmed it down a little bit yeah even though i was reclaiming it for the, the good guys i'm like well it doesn't have to be that <laughs> but anyway context for the movie context and now this is very interesting because uh, there was a bit of a mix-up listeners we both we both did different movies <laughs> for this week right um so i did the evil dead rise so i guess i'm just gonna chat about the evil dead then we'll switch over to you for the uh, the other one, the Pope's Exorcist. The Pope, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so I didn't mention this in our Avatar episode, but James Cameron's career only got off the ground because he convinced a consortium of dentists to fund his student film, which then got him into the industry. Right. Okay. So just like, uh, I don't know, people he knew, yeah, or in the community, he would just go. <laughs> asked them for funding for his movie and uh, similarly Sam Raimi raised money from family members and local dentists to fund his 1981 huh. movie so dentists have been moving <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Knights Templar <laughs> like there's been a, a secret cabal of dentists who have been funding <laughs> who have been funding movies <laughs> Behind the scenes, they are the puppet masters of the world, the dentists. <laughs> right? Um, so they funded his 1981 movie, The Evil Dead, which became a cult hit. Okay. Starred Bruce Campbell as Ash Williams. You know, it's about teens going to a cabin for the weekend away and finding books, the Book of the Dead, which summon creatures called Deadites. Okay. The Book of the Dead is called uh, the Necronomicon. Oh. Right, okay. It's from Lovecraft Law, yeah, the Cthulhu universe. But it's yes. the ne- Necronomicon has been used like all over pop culture. Like yeah. in Adventure Time, I'm pretty sure there's a Necronomicon. Probably, <laughs> yeah. uh, there's like you know, there's always some evil book that if you read from it, something bad's gonna happen. Yeah, right. But anyway, uh, they summon the, these deads called Deadites. Okay, and the Deadites are Edge Lords. Okay. Do you know what an edge lord is? No. It's a person who expresses opinions which are either strongly nihilistic or contain references to Hitler, Nazism, fascism, or other some other taboo topic, which are de- oh. deliberately intended to shock or offend readers. Okay. So like, right. I guess like trolls are a subset of edge lords. Yes. Right. They they just. They're trying to shock and offend you, right? Yeah. And then they take pleasure in people being shocked or upset about the shocking and upsetting thing they said. Yeah. So it's like, um, I don't know. If, you, if you've ever been on the internet, you've, never, <laughs> you, you, you've encountered these types of people, right? If you've ever been on the internet. Right. And yeah. the deadites are... <laughs> <laughs> they are them. Yes. That's who they are. 
Right. Um, so anyway, at the end of this movie, Ash is the only survivor. So the dead eyes possess his friends, and then he has to kill. Yeah. His friends. Damn. So. It's kind yeah. of. And at the end of the first movie, he burns the Necronomicon. Oh. Okay. But uh, this was <laughs> so anyway. Moving on to in 1987, he made Evil Dead 2. Okay. So the first half of the movie is just a retelling of Evil Dead 1. Okay. Redone with better effects because uh, it's been six years. And, and uh, he got studio funding for Evil Dead 2 instead right. of... Uh, Indeed. The, the dentists. <laughs> the cabal of dentists. <laughs> the secret order of dentists. <laughs> right. Um, so... Uh, then Ash fights more Deadites after before being sucked into a portal, right? So this movie incorporates humor and slapstick comedy instead of just being a straight horror like its predecessor. Okay. And it, I don't, I doubt it's the only one, but this sort of sort of invents the uh, genre of horror comedy. Oh, right. Last okay. week we co- we covered Renfield. Yes. Which is, horror you know, assen- yeah, essentially yeah. a descendant of this movie. Yeah. Okay. But but again, I'm not saying this invented it because I'm sure there's like books and stuff and stage plays from, you know, hundred years ago Before. that had like horror and comedy. But I'm just saying within the popular conscious of today, The Evil Dead was the starting point for the horror comedy. Yeah. Right. Um, anyway, so yeah, like I said, Evil Dead Two is Evil Dead One redone for the first half. Yes. And at the end of that first half, he doesn't burn the book. Oh. Uh, Right, so that's how... <laughs> that's how it keeps going. Okay. Yes. Uh, um, uh, yes. Yes. So like I said, he fights the Deadites and then he gets sucked into the portal at the end. Yeah. Right? Okay. Five years later, in 1992, Sam Raimi made Army of Darkness, the third installment in the Evil Dead franchise. Okay. I'm not precisely sure why, but I think it had to do with like a rights issue. Yeah. They couldn't use the Evil Dead in the title. Oh, Okay. Right? This movie is an outright comedy and is my favorite of the original trilogy Evil Dead movies, right? Okay. Because it's it's a lot less, uh, you know, like horror. Yes, and yes, I, okay. I've never been a fan of horror, so and it just made me scared. <laughs> 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 uh, did I mention this last week? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, but I just always uh, avoided horror Same. because. Uh, like I said, I was scared, <laughs> but now that I've grown older, you know, you know what's really scary. What's well, really scary? Lesejo <clears throat> Kanyajo raising the repo rate again. <laughs> uh, fuck! <laughs> I watch a horror movie and I'm, I see like a guy with a knife and he's coming to stab you in the night, and I'm like, please <laughs> get me out of here. Uh, but anyway, right. <laughs> the portal Astro sucked into spits him out years in the past in the Middle Ages into like a you know King Arthur style medieval setting. Okay. Right, and one of the considered titles for this movie was the Medieval Dead, which yeah. <laughs> that would have yes been a great title. Which I think this is a infinitely better title than Army of Darkness, but yes, I mean Army of Darkness is pretty good too, but yeah. uh, just. I think it was just perhaps too close to breaching the rights because he, he did Army of Darkness with another studio. Right. So okay, yeah. I, I think Medieval Dead sound too much similar to Evil Dead so they uh, yeah. had to change it to something way different. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, and in this movie he arrives there and it's like two kingdoms kind of fighting. Okay. And okay. like a, the Deadites attack. Or like right. one or two Deadites attack. Okay. And he defeats 
one of them. Okay. And the wise, like a Merlin style wise man, I don't yeah. think he's a magician. I mean, a, a magic man. <laughs> a magic man. Okay. But, well, it's a wizard yes. per se. I think he's just like, uh, you know, he's just wise. He's just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he tells uh, Ash that he needs to find uh, the Necronomicon and say the special phrase. Tlatu Barada Nikto. Okay. Do you know, does those words make any... I don't know. <laughs> it, for me, it. Uh, I was thinking of, you know, Raven from Teen Titans? Mm. Azerath, Metreon, Synthos. Mm. It sounds very similar to that, so I'm assuming it's like Latin or something. No. Damn. It's from uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh. It's okay. a movie where, like, uh, an alien comes from space. Yeah. And... Uh, to activate his robot, he says the words Klaatu Brada Nikto. Oh, no. Nice. And for whatever reason, Sam Raimi used it in Evil Dead for to activate the book. Okay. Right? So he goes into, like, this haunted forest to go find the books, and he encounters three books and has to choose the right one. All right. Which he does, but unfortunately, he forgets the last word of the phrase. Oh, wow. <laughs> and an evil copy of Ash called Evil Ash is created. Right. Wow, very creative name there. <laughs> <laughs> evil Ash. <laughs> yeah, so original Ash goes back to the kingdom, but Evil Ash is created in the, the forest. Yes. And Evil Ash, uh, like, uh, you know, unites the other deadites into the army of darkness. Okay. Right. Ash returns, uh, so he's at the castle, and he teams up with the king's men to fight the army of darkness. Yeah. And after they win... The wise man gives Ash a potion and says to say the same phrase as before. Okay. And he gets sent back to the future, but uh, a deadite attacks him in the oh, supermarket, right? Okay. Because he, he said the phrase wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, that was the original trilogy of Evil Dead. Okay. And 21 years later, 2013, a new Evil Dead movie, which is essentially a retelling of the original Evil Dead but without Sam Raimi directing. Okay. It's instead directed by Ferry Alvarez. The quote-unquote twist is that actually Ash is alive and this takes place in the same continuity as the original oh. Evil Dead trilogy. Okay. We, like... Uh, we're, like, meant to believe this is just a retelling of the first one. Yeah. But it's actually... It's in the same universe. Yes, it just happens years later. Okay. There, there was just another cabin in the woods with an Necronomicon, <laughs> right? And they had nothing to do with each other. Okay. Right. Then from 2015 to 2018, there was a TV show called Ash vs. Evil Dead. Okay. I haven't watched it, and I'm not 100% sure how it fits into the Evil Dead universe. I can't really okay. comment on that because, yeah. Yep. I only found out about it <laughs> a few days ago, uh, so I didn't have time to. Yeah. Watch before we got into this, right? Okay. And the last thing before I want to say before context, yeah. uh, I mean, before my thoughts on the movie, <laughs> uh, Sam Raimi last year directed Doctor Strange. Yes. Oh, uh, sorry, let me go a little bit back. Evil Dead is how he made his name. Yes. But what made Sam Raimi like a superstar or like, you know, very well known, made him mainstream was he did the Spider-Man movies. Yes. Right? And they brought him back for Doctor Strange last year. And he, um, in Doctor Strange, have you seen it? Uh, which one? Oh, yeah, the newest one, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> he, like, um, you know there's a dead Doctor Strange? Yes. And he has, like, a cape off, like, 
black demons that are like yeah. <laughs> those are very deadite like oh, creatures right, okay. right? Which, okay. so I they're obviously not canon to the evil dead I just thought I'd bring it up as a you know yeah. a little bit of context fair enough we are in the context section if I was so, doing this in the in the news, <laughs> you you could take offense, but this is context, so fuck you. All right. Anyway, my thoughts. This Evil Dead Rise movie. Yes. It takes place in the city. Okay. And I think changing the setting is an interesting idea, and I appreciate it. Right? Okay. Most of the Evil Dead take place in a remote cabin, with the exception being Army of Darkness. Okay. All right. And horror movies have a history of going to the city in a later installment. So like. Okay. Friday the 13th part 8 Jason takes Manhattan okay. or this year's Scream 6 which changed setting from the suburbs and went to New York City yeah. <laughs> right okay. so it's just a genre of horror movies that not a genre a trope of horror movies that uh, you know at some yeah. point we're gonna go to the, the city whole, yeah. <laughs> right. makes sense um, and with this you get like great shots like seeing the mother through the keyhole with dead bodies behind her which you couldn't do with in a cabin in the woods because yeah, yeah. Do cabins have uh, key? I'm sure holes? they must. Uh, maybe not. Because like peepholes. Yeah, the, I don't think cabins the, have peepholes. No, I don't think so. Because mm. usually there's just like a window near the. Yeah, door. and you can just look outside. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so they faked us out in the beginning, where we see like uh, this group of people by the lake. Okay. And it cuts to one day later when. Yeah. When you, you know, have you seen this movie? No. All right. I'm just agreeing with <laughs> yes. you. Yes. Again, uh, there was a mix-up and we covered different movies, so... <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Um, I don't like the gore. I thought it was very viscerally upsetting. Okay. Right? Yes. We saw this during the John Wick commentary. Uh, yeah. Commentaries and, I think, maybe the podcast. Yes, but... in uh, Well, I'll get to it just now, right? Okay. So, the dead-eyed floating over the water in the beginning. Okay. They did The Shining. Do you know what The Shining the, is? Here's Johnny. No. That. Okay. There's, it's it's a blood elevator. Oh. So there's a scene where some oh. uh, the kid, Danny, yeah. he's walking and he stands in front of an elevator. Yes. And the elevator opens and blood oh. just comes out. Oh, that's cool. So they did they did a Shining, but they were inside the elevator when <laughs> it started filling with blood. Damn. It was, yeah, very cool. Uh, well, again, upsetting, but yeah, okay. cool. Yeah. All right. Um... The mother as a dead-eyed ate a wine glass. Oh. She, like, chewed on the oh. glass. <laughs> uh-uh. Don't like that. Right. The mother tried to rip out the fetus from the auntie. Oh. So, the the kind of the... So, I should kind of go through a plot with you first before no. I do this. Right? No, that's fine. But anyway, like... So, this auntie, her name is Beth, I want to say. She gets okay. pregnant and she goes to her sister with her three children. Okay. So the sister is the mother and Beth is the auntie. Right. And there's three kids. Yes. Um, one of the kids finds the Book of the Dead. Well, they, they live in a condemned building. Yes. So there's like a small earthquake and uh, there's a bank fault. There's a bank fault underneath the, the building. Okay. And it breaks open because of the earthquake. Okay. And one of the kids jumps down and he finds the Book of the Dead and he takes it back up to... Right. His uh, room. Uh, yeah. Right. And they. Uh, <clears throat> and yeah, that's how the deadites are released. The mother turns into a deadite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The auntie and one of the kids survive. Yes. Okay. Then um, we find out that there was a lady mm. in the building 
who just slept through the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> nice. Wow. So she wakes up in the morning and she gets infected and she's the dead eye from the beginning of the movie that was floating over the lake. Oh, right. So that's, that was that fake out that, oh, it's happening at the lake, but then yeah. it's actually, a <laughs> it's actually <laughs> it takes place yeah. in a city and this was just a... Like, not a callback, a call forward, I guess. Yes, a call forward. Yeah. They showed us the end before they showed us the movie. Yeah. Right. And, uh, but yeah, but anyway, so back to this, right? Yes. So, like I said, the auntie's pregnant. Yes. So the mother gets turned into a dead eye and tries to rip the fetus out of. Ooh. This uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> right. That's, that's uncomfortable. And then, like I said, it's not just the mother, it's like the neighbors also turn into dead eyes. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, they all kind of like, form together like a Voltron or like a, oh. a Power Rangers <laughs> <laughs> but right they, they all like kind of congeal into this big monster oh. it's very gross you, you'll just oh. see like an arm <laughs> sticking oh, out oh, oh, oh. It, it's just like a giant ball with like you can see like body parts like sticking out here yeah. and there yeah um, and then like at the end that hulking mess they they, sho- they shove it into like a wood chipper <laughs> and <you> get <laughs> Turned into blood, right? That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, not for you. <laughs> so I do think it was extremely effective. Okay. So like I said, the deadites are edge lords. Yeah. Okay. They're trying to upset you. That's the point, right? Yeah. So I was upset, but <laughs> that was the point of what they were trying to do. So like I said, it's effective. Yeah. I just didn't like it. <laughs> so on a technical level, very well done. On a upsetting level. To me, <laughs> very well. Done. I guess very well done, but it's not nice. It's not nice, <laughs> right? Um, I don't think the effects of the original Evil Dead movies hold up, and these new ones, the one from twenty thirteen and this one, yeah. are just infinitely better. Okay, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> just you know, new technology makes it possible to do more. Yeah, but yeah. So all these things I've mentioned, the effects way better than yeah the first couple. But- yeah, I don't even, So this is the thing. I don't really like Evil Dead 1 and 2. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Evil Dead 2 is a lot of people's favorite Sam Raimi movie. Okay. But I just didn't care for it. Fair enough. Right? Um, yeah. I think the 2013 one might be my favorite movie. Okay. Hmm. It had okay. the best, like... Uh, well, <laughs> we could go into it. Like, uh, like I said, it's a retelling. Yeah. But one of the characters is a, a drug addict in this one. Oh. And it's kind of a parallel of they need to exercise the dead eye yeah. while she needs to exercise her drug addiction. Ad- addiction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's a nice parallel story there. I find that very interesting. Okay. The effects were better, like I said. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just prefer the 2013 one to this one here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it was very well cast. Okay. I bought their family dynamic and it felt like they cared for each other a lot. And the problem you usually have with kids is that they're fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily the the kids in this movie really weren't. Just maybe the youngest kid once in a while will just, you know, be a little bit annoying, but on the whole yeah. it was very good. Okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, cool. going going back to Army of Darkness, the third one. Yes. Do you remember there were three books in the forest? Yes. We were meant to believe that one was a Necronomicon and the other two were decoys. Yes. So the recordings in this movie of the professor... Oh, sorry. <laughs> when he found the book, he also found, like, recordings from this oh. <laughs> professor. Like, okay. Right? Yeah. Which is what, what, like, activates the Deadites. Which okay. is, I think that happens in the first one as well. 
Okay. Like they play a record player of uh, oh, uh, a professor from yeah. years ago who tried to unlock the secrets of the Book of the Dead. Yeah. And then uh, that activated the book, which, uh, you know, yeah. when anyway, the. It's very tropey. Yeah. Like it happens a lot. So the recording in this movie of the pro- professor tells us, tells us that all three are volumes of the Necronomicon. Okay. Right? So one Necronomicon was from the original trilogy with Ash Williams. Okay. The second one was in 2013's Evil Dead. And this okay. is the third Necronomicon. Oh. Right? Okay. So <laughs> we've seen nice. uh, all of them, but the... Um, what is I going to say here? Is this like oh. retconned in? I guess, yeah. Okay. Because like I said, we were meant to understand in the third one that the other two were just decoys meant to throw yeah. you off. Yeah. But now, in hindsight... It turns out that it's... Yes, they, yeah. they've retconned it, right? Okay. And we all need a different phrase to activate. Oh. So the Klaatu, Brada, Nikto, that was only for Ash's book. Yeah. They say a different phrase in this movie. I can't remember <laughs> nice. what it is specifically. And I'm pretty sure they use a different phrase in the... Evil Dead 2013 as well. Okay. But, yeah. I, I thought that was a very interesting idea. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how it works, but I think the Necronomicon summons a demon. Yeah. <laughs> and then that demon puts the deadites in people. Okay. So I think... Well, if, yeah, that makes sense. I think every Necronomicon has a different demon attached to it. Okay. Yeah. That's why we see different things happening in different movies. Like, the deadites in this movie, like I said, form together like a Power Rangers thing, <laughs> <laughs> which we've never seen before. Uh, and, you know, like, just every deadite movie has a different thing that they do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, those are my thoughts. Okay. Um, I gave it, like, uh, seven, seven and a half. Okay. So, uh, it's, it's good. decent, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, you know, like in John Wick... Yeah. The I guess a human doing something else to another human is just like cruelty for cruelty's yeah. sake. Yeah. These are demons. Yeah. It's okay. if they're yeah. doing upsetting things it's like in That's uh, fair enough. They're yeah. demons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um so the Pope's exorcist. Yes, the Pope's exorcist. Now, before we uh get into this, I suggested the Pope's exorcist because I watched the trailer <laughs> a while back <laughs> of Russell Crowe. Somebody says something to him. He's like, you have a problem with me? You take it up with my boss. The Pope. <laughs> <laughs> that made me burst out into laughter, bro. <laughs> you take it up with my boss. <laughs> the Pope. <laughs> well, doesn't the Pope work for God? <laughs> Why would you... <laughs> Why not just take it straight to God? Why do you have to go to the Pope first? Well, I guess you can't talk to God directly. You have to talk to the Pope. Well, the Pope is uh, God's emissary on earth, right? Yeah, I guess. But you've got prayer to talk to God. But I mean, if you have a problem with Russell Crowe, you can't pray and be like, (laughs) I hope this guy changes his ways. (laughs) You could talk to the Pope and be like, fire this guy or something, right? Yeah, Yeah, but anyway, that's all I know about this man. (laughs) If someone has a problem with Russell Crowe, to take it out of the Pope. So, your thoughts or... Do you have context? So, so you haven't watched it? No. Okay. Oh, well, I, unfortunately, I don't have any context because usually you go through context oh. and then I just kind of... Did you hear that, listeners? Laziness at its <laughs> of the highest order. Yeah, but, but you're right. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Okay, next time I'll get some context. Anyway, right. The, the basic plot line 
is that um, this guy, Russell Crowe, is hired as... Well, he's originally an exorcist, right? And he's clearly a pretty damn good one. Because he gets hired by the Pope. Well, by the Vatican, I guess. His boss. Yeah. (laughs) To be like the main exorcist for the Vatican. Pretty good. Yeah. He's like, he's really decent at what he does, I guess. Um, And then at the, at around the same time as he's, you know, doing all his exercising, there's, uh, there's a family that moves into, like, I think they, it seems like they move across the pond from America to Spain so that they can, like, I don't know, I think the mom gets a job there or something, right? And so they, they move into Spain and, um, uh, they, like, there's these weird things that happen. As usual in uh, a horror movie, you get these weird things. Especially an exorcist-type movie. Yeah, yeah. Because the... So, this this lady has two kids. She's got, like, I guess a teenage-ish daughter and uh, a younger boy who's, like, maybe nine or ten. Mm. Right. And um, we find out during the movie that this boy was in the car when his dad crashed the car and got Killed. skewered oh jesus yeah, yeah listeners he's putting two fingers to his chest as <laughs> <if> <laughs> to, to show where the pipe went through <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> anyway. so yeah he was like you know he had this really traumatic experience um and he became mute after that yeah right yeah and good yeah yeah pretty sad it is yeah so then, uh, when, when they move through uh, to Spain, this boy gets possessed, right? And uh, so he, like, he, ha- he like, seizes. Uh, is that the right term? Like, he has a, an he has epileptic... A yeah, yeah, he has a seizure. Yeah. And then, after that, he starts speaking. But he says, like, these crazy demonic things, right? Like... So, like um there was a what did he say he said something like you're all fucked or like that's not demonic you're all <laughs> a lot of people say you're all fucked <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's it's in the voice yeah there's a there's a voice that goes along with it which right. is I yeah. thought it would be like I wanna kill your baby <laughs> or something like that like something upsetting it's you're all fucked <laughs> He says I wouldn't be threatened <laughs> by a demon saying you're all fucked. At, at some point, um, he grabs his mother's breast and he goes, Feed me, mommy. Feed me. Again, that's yeah. not demonic. That's what that's, kids do. No, but that's what kids do. No, but he's like, he's a much older kid than someone who should be breastfed. Oh, maybe he didn't want breastfeeding. He just wanted to touch her boob. <laughs> and independent of that, he wanted food. <laughs> but yes, carry on. Listen, so far, I have nothing against this demon. <laughs> Seems like a good guy, trying his best in the tough world. But, you know, he's just getting a bad rap from, uh, you know, obvious bias sources. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, 
the Pope then sends his exorcist, mm. like his, I guess his personal exorcist, for when the Pope gets possessed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the Pope gets possessed? No, he doesn't. Oh. I'm just saying, you know, if you've got like a personal exorcist, you probably get possessed a lot. Hmm. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, uh, you get a bulk deal. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like, go, oh, not a bulk deal, like, instead of hiring a tuxedo, <laughs> you buy a tuxedo because you know you're going to be doing it a lot, so, <laughs> or using it a lot, so yeah. Well, but maybe not the Pope, but he just knows, like... He knows other people need to be exercised. He just knows that there's demons around. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So the Pope is a good guy too. Yeah. I'm conflicted. <laughs> Two good guys on either side of this conflict. <laughs> so is Russell Crowe the bad guy? No, Russell Crowe is also. Well, we'll see. <laughs> so far, you've described something bizarre to me, but carry on. So, so Russell Crowe is sent to these people, and um, pretty much the whole movie. Well, like, so the movie is like an hour and a half long. Oh. It takes like pretty good. Yeah, Evil Dead Rise is also out enough. So oh, nice. I love a uh, in and out. You know. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was maybe like half an hour of setting it up, and then the whole rest of the movie. So like an hour is just fighting against this demon, and then like uh, oh yeah. Also, a very, uh, well, a kind of important thing is that he meets another priest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think his name's like Tomas or something, mm-hmm. right? And they, together, they go in and try to exercise this kid. But the demon is like, he plays these mental games where like, he, even though they haven't told him anything, he knows all the past sins they've committed. And so he uses that against them to, I guess, not be exercised. All right. Can I just say what? I'm thinking. Yeah, sure. So the Pope sent Russell Crowe and that other guy, old Tommy Boy, yeah, to do cancel culture on this, <laughs> <laughs> on this poor demon. <laughs> then he brings up their, their, like, have you ever seen a tweet that's, this you? Yeah. So they'll take yes. a screenshot of your previous tweet yes. <laughs> that contradicts <laughs> yeah. what you're currently saying and say, this you? The demon, this you. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Crowe. <laughs> So, yeah, but there's nothing wrong with this, this suing somebody. <laughs> this, is this you somebody? <laughs> right? It's, yeah. It, it actually proves that the other person is a hypocrite. Right? So once again, the demon's done nothing wrong. I think this is this, listeners. And I know, I know earlier in this, I said I was a racist, but uh, it seems somebody is racist against demons <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> And in that movie. Mm, yeah, but carry on. So anyway, they um, they have like a, a fight against the demon and uh, they exercise him. Yeah. They killed my man. Yeah. My good friend, the demon. <laughs> Your good friend, demon. I, d- I don't know if he had a name. He might have had a name, but uh, I don't know if it was mentioned. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, that's so. The, that's interesting, listeners. He couldn't be bothered to find oh out the name goodness. of the demon. I can. That's interesting. <laughs> he knew Russell Crowe's name. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't know the demon's name. All right, <laughs> carry on, carry on. So anyway, into my thoughts, right? Yes. I, I thought it was pretty meh. 
Like, okay, Russell Crowe and uh, Peter D'Souza Fahoni, I think his name is. That's Thomas. He's, huh? That's Thomas. No, he's the kid. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So they're like, I guess they're kind of like the two main characters. Mm. Russell Crowe is really good. Uh, oh, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> Oscar winner Russell yeah, Crowe. Yeah. Uh, I do think he's good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the kid, I don't know if it was like the makeup and I'm guessing like other effects like voice modulation and that kind of stuff. Mm. But his facial expressions as well were really good. Like for a child actor, I think he's like, I think in real life he's like 10 or 11, oh, maybe wow. 12. But he's like, he's like Jim Carrey level Expressive. face mask. Yeah. He's like, he's, he's the mask. <laughs> yeah, you're just telling me more and more on this demon. <laughs> he's also the mask. <laughs> no, the, the kid. Yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> he's also the mask. Um, I, I, it, it's like, it's classed as a horror movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't really find it scary. It's it's got a lot of like regular horror tropes that like uh, it's like a lot of you know when you've got someone that's like you think they're dead or you think they're like asleep I guess yes and then they do the eyes wide open very quickly it's got a lot of that kind of cliche yeah it's it's a very cliche movie where they just use a bunch of horror tropes that I didn't really enjoy or like. I expected them so I, I wasn't scared by it at any point mm-hmm. and I've, I feel like it's kind of it's very I don't want to say it's similar to Renfield but it's <laughs> it's 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 got very but it's not a comedy yeah it's it's there's like there's some funny moments it's mostly like I think it's mostly meant to be horror gory kind of stuff but I just, I didn't find it like that. I, it, it wasn't very meh. Well, it was very meh. Mm. But it was also like, speaking of Renfield actually, it was also very like hit or miss in the um, the effects department. Okay. So like the, the kids makeup was really, really good mm. in that, you know, that it's like. Do we, the, uh, sorry, hmm? sorry. No. Go do, we, do we ever see the demon? No, we don't see the demon himself. Okay, okay, okay. He's he's portrayed through the kid. Right, right. And so he's like his, his the portrayal of him is really good. But then there's other things where like um I think I wanna say someone gets stabbed or there's like an explosion of blood or something like that, right? And that was just it was very you know, in that one John Wick commentary, you you said that explosion <laughs> of blood was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, but it yeah, they just, use like blood packets in John Wick. I realize, yeah, you know, they just explode. Yeah, and it doesn't. Uh, I don't know. Feel it, real. Yeah. But yeah, Karen. This this was very similar. Where it just it didn't feel right to have the blood do whatever it did. Mm. Yeah, it's like I don't, in in terms of a rating. I'd give it maybe like a six, mm. possibly a seven, but like right now I'm leaning towards six mm. because I just, I don't find it interesting, mm. but I, that's just, you know, my opinion. All right. Yeah. Can I rebuttal? 
Go for it. Listeners, that was the most biased review I've ever heard. <laughs> he found it boring. Because, and it's probably because the main character was a, a, a demon. His anti-demon bias is out. It's, it's unreal, listeners. I, I, I think if I watch this movie, it'll probably be, be a 10. Okay. But your obvious racism <laughs> is preventing you from seeing the, you know, interesting things. All right. But anyway, <laughs> so are we done? Uh, yeah. In, in terms of the Pope's Exorcist, yeah. Right. So, recommendations? Um, I've been watching Close Enough recently. That's a, it's a Netflix series. Oh, I know that. I, uh, it's a J.J. Quintel. J.J. Quintel, yeah. J.G. <laughs> yeah. Same difference. He's a regular show. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he's actually done a lot of stuff. Like, I looked him up this morning, and he's he was on pretty much all of the big Cartoon Network cartoons. Yeah. I think the they have, like, um, you know, like, the Cartoon Network, like, they have one studio. Yeah. And then, like, they kind of mix and match talent like yeah. you'll have uh, certain artists that'll go to you know they'll switch between shows and stuff yeah. like that so yeah yeah yeah. but anyway I, I don't know that for fact <laughs> but anyway carry on but yeah it's it's. Uh, I mean I'm only like I think six episodes in or something but it's like it's really good I'm enjoying it so far it's very um, regular show-esque hmm. yeah and then I've been rewatching Community Ooh. in preparation for the upcoming movie. Oh, I didn't realize hmm? there's a movie coming. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't. A... D- you know, <laughs> I don't keep abreast of <laughs> <laughs> entertainment news. <laughs> uh, I host this podcast, <laughs> this movie podcast, with the news segment, <laughs> and I really just don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> but anyway, yes. <laughs> So yeah, uh, well, it it was one of the tropes of community, you know, six seasons in a movie. I remember. Yeah, so they've now done the six seasons, and they finally confirm. Well, they confirmed the movie last year, uh, but it's it's like speculative release now is roughly like end of this year or beginning of next year. Oh. So yeah, I'm right. I'm watching all six seasons of Community to get back into that very excited i'll probably do a rewatch in december all right all right yeah that's that's it for my recommendations all right so it's been a big week of watching shit for me (laughs) a huge week cool right so one i watched the so last week we we watched renfield right yes so the cop in that movie yeah aquafina yes she has a tv show called nora from queens Oh, okay. Season three came back, or season three started this week. Okay. Uh, yeah. Good. It's funny. It's funny. Okay. I, I laugh. Nice. <laughs> that, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like a seven. Okay. It's not like outstanding, amazing, but you know, it's fun. Yeah. Okay. And then we get to Succession. Okay. So it's in its final season, and we spoke about this a few weeks ago. I only watched the first five episodes, and then I stopped. Yeah. So I watched the rest. Okay. Outstanding, outstanding show. Okay. A lot of people have this as their number one okay. TV show. Yeah. Um, I'm not 100% sure where I have it, but it's certainly top five. Okay. It is unbelievable. Okay. And earlier we were speaking about Tucker Carlson being fired yeah. by Rupert Murdoch. 
Yes. Succession is a satire on Rupert Murdoch. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. <clears throat> I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot. <laughs> you, okay. you know, like a few weeks ago, you were saying, oh, they're going to take that out of context. Yeah. You know, they're going to take this out of context. Okay. <laughs> right? At least you know. I thought, I never thought of Murdoch in that way. Okay. I just considered him like a billionaire and like all billionaires, you know, they have a um, outsized influence in politics yeah. using their money. Yeah. They buy off uh, senators and presidents or whatever they, you know, they give their money and they, yeah. they'll support them, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. But watching the show, I realized, oh yeah, Murdoch is like a singularly evil, oh. <laughs> like a <laughs> special type of uh, evil, right? Okay. He, so R- Rupert Murdoch owns Fox. Yeah. Like, like we were saying, but yes. he also owns like a bunch of different publications around the world in Australia, England. Okay. So he has like a, a media empire. Right. And yeah, so he spreads fake news and right wing bullshit to, you know, hundreds of millions of people. Yeah. So yes, he is like a singularly <laughs> evil guy Fair as right. opposed to like a regular billionaire who's just buying off politicians. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're both evil, but uh, he's like. He's extra evil. Extra evil. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the Mario mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> He took the evil mushroom <laughs> and he became two sizes more evil. <laughs> That's him. Yeah. But yeah, just outstandingly well written show. Okay. Like they'll they'll set things up that you don't like <laughs> you, you only realize like ten episodes down the line. So there's a guy in the company, his name is Mo. Okay. Well uh they just refer to him as Mo. Okay. But we know his name is Richard Lester. Okay. And we just... Oh. oh hold on. Yeah, right? okay. So, it's never, like, explicitly said, right? Up until there's a trial. Yeah. And at the trial, it's... They want to know if the, these people knew about this guy being a rapist. <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. And then, like... Uh, oh, so there's a, there's a character who's clearly Bernie Sanders in the show. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the, he's the guy who, who was, you know, grilling them yeah. in, like, a Senate hearing. Right. And he, like, pulls out an email and he's like, why did you refer to him as Mo? <laughs> <laughs> so if you had no idea, why did you call him Mo? And he's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and he's like, uh, because it's Mo Lester. <laughs> right? His surname was Lester, so they call him Mo to make him Mo Lester. And they set that up two seasons before. <laughs> it's it's such an unbelievable payoff. <laughs> yes. Now there's a huge spoiler for this week. Okay. So if well, I, I think I'm going to spoil it for you. <laughs> if no, I say. All right. So listeners, if you don't want succession spoilers, uh, skip forward twenty seconds or so. Pause the pod. <laughs> Go watch Succession <laughs> and come back. That right? works too. So, the main guy dies. <gasps> but, okay. <laughs> look, that's... And I've just seen people this week shocked. They're like, uh, how does this happen? And he dies on a plane. Oh. So, in the like poster for season four, there's a plane. Yeah. And uh, I just saw tweets of people saying, <gasps> so that's what the plane meant. Or, you know, like... (laughs) Bro, from the first season, it's been set up that this guy has health problems and he's on the verge of death. (laughs) I don't... And then in the final season, he dies. 
That's such a shock. How crazy is that? That's just called good writing, folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, there's a setup and there's a payoff. Right? This was not a shock at all. If you just paid attention from... Yeah, again, that first batch of episodes, he goes to hospital. Yeah. Right? And you, you're meant to think, okay, he's going to die soon. Yeah. And... The show is called Succession, meaning (laughs) at some point he's going to die and he needs to be succeeded. So in the final season, the fact that this guy dies is not a a shock at all, right? It's, uh, yeah, because I didn't watch that episode and I saw some tweets that were like, uh, I can't believe that just happened, you know, something like that. But it's like... That's fairly obvious that's going to happen. <laughs> that's where this was going. But anyway, yeah, the suits in the show, outstanding. <laughs> Every time I see somebody, I'm like, oh, shit, that's a, that's a shop suit. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just me going, oh, fuck, what a suit. <laughs> if there was like a mic in front of me every episode. Yeah. And yeah, so writing the suits <laughs> and the, the acting has been out of this world okay so the only thing i would say is it has a very like muted color palette okay so it's just like black gray brown yeah you know it's not there's no like colorful because the cinematography is still good they do they get like very good shots okay and it's kind of filmed in the same way as a mockumentary okay so like uh, veep yeah it like there's camera zooms and like or crash zooms and like um yeah it's like I said. It's HBO's flagship show. Yeah. A few weeks ago, it's so excellent. It's, um, I think there's six more or four more episodes. Okay. Oh, actually, one came out last night. Ah. I just haven't watched. <laughs> I woke up and, you know, you came over. <laughs> <laughs> mm, but yeah, there's another thing. Oh, this guy. He was telling him something. This guy's name is Cousin Greg. Okay. He's like he's not part of the core family, but he's you know he's a cousin. He's a cousin. Yeah. Right. He <laughs> and uh, this guy is lecturing him about Nero and like Rome. Oh. <laughs> okay. As he's talking, cousin Greg is like, oh, "That's not IP I'm familiar with." <laughs> 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 the show is so funny, dude. It's unbelievable. Um. So, so I mentioned Veep. Yeah. All right. So do you know um, Armando Iannucci? No. So he makes very good political satire. Okay. He made a a British TV show called The Thick of It. Okay. Which very good. Although I do find it, it's like, you know, I said there's like certain movies and shows where a lot of the humor comes from somebody just shouting swear swear words or yeah. like something like that. Yeah. That show was a lot of that. All right. Okay. So I didn't really like that aspect of it, but it was a very well-written show. Okay. Then he makes a movie called In the Loop, which kind of finishes off the TV show. Right. And there's a guy, his name is Jesse Armstrong, uh-huh. who worked on In the Loop. Okay. Anyway, the next thing Yanucci does is uh, he moves to American politics and he makes Veep. Okay. And Jesse Armstrong also writes on Veep. Yeah. Jesse Armstrong is the head writer for Succession. Right. So he, you okay. know... He's worked with great, great people in the past. That's that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, he's learned from the best. And uh, this is certainly a very, very good show. Okay. <clears throat> uh, next. Um, well, we've been going through, uh, I said, Blank Checks. Uh, yeah. Danny Boyle series. So last week I watched Trainspotting. 
Okay. Which I'm T two Train Spotting. Okay. The, the the sequel. Oh. And oh, it's okay. pretty good. Okay. Um, I didn't like original Train Spotting that much. Okay. And a lot of people say that's his best movie. Or some okay. people say it, but uh, yeah. yeah, I really enjoy the sequel much more. Okay. Um, the next thing is I watched the 2013's Evil Dead. Obviously, yeah. in preparation for this, I watched the original trilogy months ago. Again, yeah. Blank Check was doing Sam Raimi. Ah, okay. <laughs> Makes sense. So I went through his entire filmography. Yeah. So I already, I, I had that in my mind. I just haven't, I had never seen 2013's Evil Dead. So I, I watched it this week. Excellent movie. I gave it an eight. Okay. I think yeah. it's my favorite of the, all, all the movies. Yeah. 2013's Evil Dead. Okay. Then <clears throat> there's, a, there's a show called Inside Number Nine. Okay. You know, we were speaking about anthology shows. Yeah. So like Black Mirror. Yeah. Love, Death and Robots. Yeah. Inside Number Nine is also a, anthology show okay. every episode is set in its own universe and but it's a more comedic oh, okay. thing instead of like Black Mirror which is <laughs> a very little bit upsetting. more serious <laughs> <laughs> very upsetting <laughs> just a bit more serious the next thing is there was a season 2 of Sweet Tooth okay do you know what that is no so <laughs> it's based on a comic where it's unclear what happened but there's like babies who start to be born with like a defect well not defects like with like animal characteristics oh okay so there'll be somebody with like an elephant head okay or like this guy he's like a deer so you can see there in the picture there's like antlers coming out of his head yeah so he's part deer okay and um yeah so these these and when this starts happening if like some sort of flu gets released okay and like a pandemic goes out and kills a lot of people right so it's this guy his name is Gus he's a deer and he's kind of living trying to survive in this post-apocalyptic world okay yeah it's based on a comic it was it's kind of fun it's not like a one of my top top shows yeah it's like a six or seven okay mm. watch the BFG oh which, uh, okay. again, an earlier miniseries from Landcheck. <laughs> they did Steven Spielberg, and uh, I'm still catching up with the old episodes. Ah, all right, okay. Um, uh, also, I watched Yesterday. Oh. The final Danny Boyle film. Okay. But because it's still peek behind the curtain, we're recording on Monday. So, yeah. yes, uh, I watched it yesterday. Okay. And, um, excellent. Well, not excellent. Let me take that back. It's okay. kind of boring. It's it's very like um, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, it, it's yeah. It is one of those. It um it follows a very similar format to a lot of other movies. Yeah, I just gave it like a seven. Okay. It was down the road. It was good. It was well acted. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's not interesting. Yeah, fair enough. Because like. You say the premise and that's it. Well, I don't know where to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I like the Beatles. Yeah. I've been thinking about some of their songs. <laughs> I haven't listened to it, just uh, it plays in my mind from time to time. Like um, Hey Jude, for example. Bro, I don't know. Uh, you know, like um, when a guy gets rejected from a girl. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I don't want you anyway. <laughs> right? Or, you know, like something like that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's not what's happening here. <laughs> right? But Jude is not that good. 
Well, I'm, let me take that back. He is good, right? But when I've seen him in big games, yeah. So like um, the Chelsea game, yes. Uh, Chelsea are rubbish yes. right now, right? Yeah. And they beat Dortmund in the Champions League. Yes. And Bellingham dropped a huge stinker. Yeah. Then uh, a few weeks later, they played Bayern, and I watched him again. They lost like five nil. Yeah. He again just a huge stinker. In big matches, he goes missing. Yeah. So, I uh, <laughs> I don't know uh, I don't know if I would have him. Okay. But we're not getting him anyway. So yes. regardless. Okay. Cool. <laughs> but yes, actually the main song yesterday, and uh, see this is the thing it's it's playing in my mind. So <laughs> it's not like if uh, you know or like Spotify or whatever I can look at the name. <laughs> it's, you know my brain doesn't have a screen where I can, <laughs> I can just look at the information. Yeah, it's it started playing in your head and you looked at me and you were like. Yeah, you know this one, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Also with the Spielberg miniseries I watched Lincoln. Oh, okay. Kind of underrated. Okay. Uh well, I think he won Best Actor oh. at the Oscars. Daniel Plain Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> I was oh, gonna right. I was gonna call him Daniel Plainview, <laughs> which was his character in There Will Be Blood, right? But he's very good in Lincoln. Okay. Um Spielberg has tried to make this you know historical drama a few times yeah. he made amistad he made saving private ryan he made um what's the other one that other one yeah war yes. horse uh, uh, yeah <laughs> yes war horse he made um schindler's list yeah the color purple so like he loves doing these historical dramas yeah and i think lincoln is very Maybe no, it's not his best one because Saving Private Ryan is his best one. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty good. It's like an eight out of ten. Okay, I yeah, liked it a lot. It's pretty decent. The next is I watched The Lost City. Okay, oh, this is going very long. Yeah, <laughs> but love it. Yeah, it's kind of underrated. Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum movie from last year. Okay, I've been meaning to watch it and just finally got around to it. Just uh, okay, yeah, I thought it would be rubbish. I thought what I thought yesterday would be. Yeah. Oh, no. no. It's the opposite of yesterday. Instead okay. of being a cliche, it's... <laughs> oh, it's all, like, new, yes. original, fun stuff. Yeah, I really thought The Lost City was pretty good. Okay. Maybe I should have got, seen it in theaters when it came out, <laughs> but I just... Like I said, I was just not interested. Fair enough. Um, The next thing... Well, I rewatched a movie called The Holy Mountain. Okay. Which I watched from before. And okay. I didn't like I was just rewatching it just to give it another chance. Okay. It's made by a guy named Jor Jorodovsky. Okay. Have you ever heard that name? No. So he makes like I don't know, upsetting films. Okay. Uh I don't know. I just find him tiresome. Uh, okay. I don't know why I rewatched the Holy Mountain. I never liked it the first time, I didn't like it this time. <laughs> <laughs> um and then but like I wanted to watch his movies. Yeah. So I watched El Topo, okay. which is the movie prior to The Holy Mountain. Yeah. And they're very similar. He, he kind of only has like one or two moves. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. So yeah, I was going to go through his filmography, but after I watched those first two, I'm like, 
And those were apparently his best two. Oh no. So I'm like <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I find this guy so uninteresting. <laughs> he he clearly thinks he's, you know, much more inter- interesting than he is. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm not going to watch the rest of his bullshit. Fair enough. But yeah, that's it. And yeah, it's been a because it's been a long weekend and uh Yeah. I've just kind of been doing uh admin stuff. Yeah. Like I'm getting new couches. All right, and I need okay. to sell these old couches yeah. and stuff like that that I'm just uh, I've been catching up on. So okay. while I'm like waiting for responses and stuff, I just you watch some I, I watch stuff. So I, I watch a lot of shit. Fair <laughs> enough. Anyway, um, thank you for listening. Thank you. We As appreciate always. it. Uh, yeah. We should say that. Yeah. Mm. I would say you appreciate it. Actually, in the previous weeks, I didn't appreciate it. Damn, <laughs> the, Damn it. Yeah. This is the first week I appreciate it. <laughs> anyway, please remember to rate, review, subscribe, give a like, etc. Leave a comment. Leave a comment. But only a nice comment. No. It can be a nice bad comment. Okay. Leave you, bad comments. You know what? There. All engagement is good. Fair enough. Even if someone clicks the dislike button, that's engagement. Yeah, but I wouldn't know. I, I don't The know like is equivalent that's... to the dislike button in engagement. Yeah, but then if you have more dislikes than likes, I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know. I just read this that YouTube uh, just takes engagements. They're not worried about what happens. Oh, okay. Like a like, a dislike, a subscriber. <laughs> Screw it. Let's see what happens if everyone dislikes this podcast on YouTube. And write mean comments. Yeah. Mm. Let's see. But to him, not to me. I'm a, I'm a sweet little boy. I'm a nice sweet little boy. Don't be mean to me. You so I'm sitting next to someone with a clear anti-demon bias. And I'm the target of, of your vitriol. You know, I, I'm just saying I would really think that. All right. I'm not saying attack him. Oh, no. That's exactly what I'm saying. Attack him. Please. Don't attack me. Anyway. So anyway, importantly, it needs to be a five star review. It must be. If you're going to review. Yes. That's it. Cool. There's no end to that sentence. (laughs) There's no explanation. It needs to be five stars. That's it. Okay. Please subscribe on Patreon to listen to our movie commentaries. Yeah. This week we'll be releasing uh, John Wick 2, which we banked up a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Please tell a friend to tell a friend. And tell that friend's friend. Well, and another. tell the original friend. Yeah. Don't don't like don't like tell your friend. Hey, go tell your friend. Listen, and then the, the initial friend doesn't listen. <laughs> we need every link on the chain to listen, not just. <laughs> yeah, you, your friend, and that person's friend. Three people listening, not yes. you and that person's friend. Right? Tell a family member to listen, and also to tell their friends. Right? Oh. Oh, I found a new avenue. Okay. Tell a friend to tell a family member. <laughs> <laughs> all, all we've been saying is tell a friend to tell a friend, tell a family member. Now, <laughs> something new. <laughs> yeah, so if you haven't, tell a family member. <laughs> tell a friend to tell a fam- their family member. And also that friend must listen. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's about it for today. Mm. All right, well... Au revoir.